welcome to me, myself, and my lonely mornings. Today, I'm up here in the Catskills again. Um, again, find it a little bit difficult to keep that practice when the, there's a change of uh, surroundings. So, my I'm working to maintain like my routines across environments um you know if that means like getting up and going for a morning walk alone um or you know maybe sitting down and meditating for a few minutes um it's hard to just to maybe bridge that sometimes for me but anyways here we are and now it's afternoon but you know that's okay um today I'm thinking I just finished this book by Reshma Sajani called Brave Not Perfect and I hope I didn't mispronounce her name but um it is talking about the perfect girl ideal that women are taught to go for and all the ways that that can hinder us but all of the tools we can use to overcome it and learn to be brave um, to turn adversity into opportunity so um, it's it left me feeling really good and towards the end of the book it talks about the importance of your gratitude practice which is making the active decision to focus not on your failures as failures or what you don't have but choosing instead to focus on what you do have um, and that includes taking your failures and, and pulling the lessons from them. So, like, for instance, uh, you could say, you know, I failed at creating a successful online business. Okay, it doesn't feel so great. But then you can turn it around and say, but I learned along the way um, that this marketing strategy worked a little bit better, that this, um, that this approach seemed to capture people's eye more, or this approach wasn't really that effective, and now I can try something different and see how that works. Um, it's like a process of experimenting and I'm in this funny thing because I'm, I'm working on trying to launch this um, online business, which is a print by order. Um, it's truly not the ideal way I would, I want to launch a business, but the barrier to entry is pretty low, which makes it a good option for um, getting started. And... 
I have been reading all these different books and like there's this common thread that you need to actually be paying money to be um, working on things harder like unless you're starting to become like financially intertwined with learning something new then you're not gonna prioritize it and take it seriously so I've started actually um, adding a component of ad spend to my um, to the my posts and pages for this online shop that I created um, and the online shop itself was free to create but now the ad spend is like actually costing me real money and now it's like okay now I'm in a little bit of cash like I won't get in too deep before I cut my losses but I'll get in a little bit more and what that's doing is facilitating like the learning process like this isn't just like super casual it's real you know you're actually putting money in to hopefully get people to bring revenue back to you um and that means that it's really important to pay attention to like how those ads are doing are people seeing them are people responding to them are people engaging with your with your posts um is there like a type that they're engaging with more is there a type of caption that's working more for the audience like all these different things that I wouldn't be thinking about if I was just trying to you know maximize my hashtag use which like I of course I'm still trying to do but like now you're creating ads so you're putting it in front of people's faces not just hoping that people start to see it but you're paying to put it in front of their faces and are they responding you know a lot of people are really good at marketing I happen to know nothing about it but hey you know I know more than I did yesterday so anyway it's it's this whole like life is always a learning experience and my viewpoint is that like it's okay to change your mind and pivot and decide to learn different things as long as you don't stop learning and using that and like you might learn something today that's not immediately relevant that's not like at this very moment um going to serve you but maybe it's something that you think about over time and you digest and as time goes on it does begin to serve you much more um things there's a lot of things that like aren't a a one-day process you know it's like time energy work and you know actually shifting your mindset so whether that's in learning a little bit about marketing and learning that some approaches just don't really work and some approaches will work better and finding one that maybe works really well um that's like one way that you're shifting and you know it's really important to not say like oh like this didn't work I give up but like okay so this didn't work maybe how can I change it to get more engagement how can I 
um, get people to like want to be more involved in this, maybe make it feel more like a community, you know, how do we, how do we do that? Um, it takes a lot of brainstorming and flexibility with, with your thoughts because things don't go the way that you think that they're going to go. Um, and then that's also applied to this concept of brave, not perfect, like Reshma Sajani talks about. Um, it's not only like just knowing something like inherently, it's really shifting your whole mindset, like not, um, you know, you can't just overnight let go of the need to be perfect that women are taught since the day we're born, but you can take moments and experiences and pull yourself back and look at them and think, what could I have done differently? What was holding me back? Um, how was I holding myself back? And how can I be an ally and an advocate for myself instead of a critic beyond, beyond to the point where it's useful, you know? Um, I know that I struggle with that a lot, like feeling this need for, for perfection. And it creates a lot of anxiety for me because um, I will, I will slip up and lose control of the narrative that I'm trying to project. And I, it's not that I'm trying to lead a fictitious life or something. It's just that it feels like the stakes are so high. And like, if you slip up, you're, you know, you're a failure in a bigger way. Um, and in, in Sajani's book, she talks about how, like, when asking women to respond to these questions of, like, what would happen if this, to continue it by saying, and then what, and then what. It only takes, like, four steps to go from, um, I don't, I'm afraid to speak up at work to this, I'm going to lose my job and be homeless, um, because it starts, like, what if I spoke up about something that happened that I wasn't happy with? Um, well, maybe my bosses would think that I am ungrateful or like, you know, angry or annoying. And then what? And then maybe it creates, you know, tensions at work. And then what? Well, then maybe they decide that they want to let me go and find a reason to fire me. And then what? And then I don't have a job. And what am I going to do? How am I going to feed my family? You know, and then I'm going to, I might end up on the street or something. So it only takes four steps for us to go from incident here in the present moment to catastrophic uh, consequence. And we need to let go of that because it's going to hold us back. And I know, like, for me, when I start to feel like I'm losing control of that narrative of, like, being able to do everything perfectly... I feel completely ungrounded, completely like off balance, off base, just like 
like I'm spiraling so fast and the thing is that I know that I'm still projecting this like image of being responsible and um, doing things as effortlessly as you can make it look but on the inside I feel like everything is just you know one second away from going haywire or like all you know it's like you're you've you're juggling these balls and you're juggling like 18 balls and it just takes one to go slightly too far for your hand and then the whole the whole thing's gonna fall apart you know they're all gonna tumble right out um and that's it's you know it's not a nice way to live and exist you know to feel like you if one thing drops everything else is going to follow and and that too like like you know there are a lot of ways in which we hold ourselves to standards of perfection and I'm fortunate in that there are some that I have already on my own worked through before even reading this book but I can recognize the patterns that existed that I've been able to begin to shift um and I'm also really grateful to my parents for um not not necessarily making me fit like standard gender roles for women you know it wasn't like I mean certainly I learned to fold laundry and you know, cook and do the dishes at a young age, but, um, I also was really encouraged to do math, to join the, uh, the math team, and to, to go out there and do it. I mean, to be fair, I was showing some natural, like, abilities, but there are so many studies that girls, um, would be would like girls perform better at math and science when they're encouraged and told that they can do it and when they start to hear that it's for boys and girls can't do math they don't perform as well so I think the fact that I was performing well I should give credit to my environment and my parents and my teachers like for not instilling in me the idea that women couldn't be as good as it and I fortunately knew like the some of the best math students in my classes were girls um at especially more so when we were younger and I do think that that began to shift as we got a little bit older um but especially when we were younger like the best math students were the girls um, so I think that, you know, we have to give some credit to the school and our, our parents for encouraging us to do that because if we had been told that girls weren't as good at it, then maybe we wouldn't have been able to achieve that. But so the point of that digression was to say that, like, there are ways that I have not been afraid of putting myself out there and trying and learning but also like 
if that hadn't have hadn't felt like it came naturally to me I don't know if I would have also had the courage to continue to try even though it didn't feel like I was already good at it so anyways um we all of us women need to break down that need for perfection and allow ourselves to be vulnerable allow ourselves to make mistakes there are already so many movements encouraging women to do that which is really great and inspiring to see and I think that there's still room for growth there so um, I would love to to see us continue to make each other better and know that you know it's okay to make mistakes and and it's not going to end in catastrophe just because you speak up because you say what's on your mind and the more you do it the less scary it will be and even when there are repercussions which there might be and like I can tell you that I have seen those repercussions and that is scary and hard and disheartening because I have been like on the side where like the consequences for standing your ground become very real but at the same time I wouldn't do anything differently and I can be grateful for those repercussions because what I didn't have was the ability to like leave on my own and um now I am freed from not like having to be in this really misogynistic work culture and can do some exploration and find other ways to grow and learn and make mistakes and challenge myself so um if you imagine that standing up for yourself today is going to lead to a catastrophic event in four steps then also imagine the ways that it may be good for you if that happened another example that Reshma gives is I don't want to tell my partner that I'm angry with him or her and then you know the catastrophic incident that comes four steps later is like they we break up and then I'm alone for the rest of my life and it's like okay well let's look at the other side if you standing up for yourself and saying something makes you upset will lead to someone wanting to leave you then maybe it's not such a great fit in the first place you know maybe that will give you the opportunity to find someone who is supportive of you or to learn how to be supportive of yourself and not um and not have to spend time with somebody that makes you feel like you can't advocate for yourself that someone that takes away your voice instead of empowering it and amplifying it so anyways we'll leave off with that have a great day have a great afternoon and a good morning